0: Listening to Garden Plots with Skeletor. This is not a podcast that will give you a gold star just for remembering to water. This is a podcast that will mold you into the gardener your plants deserve. I, Skeletor, am here to direct you so that, while many of you will likely fail, perhaps some few of you will have what it takes to succeed. Follow my commands to the letter and know the sweet victory of eating fresh peas in spring, all the while knowing that those who failed will have to make do with pitiful store-bought peas! <laughs> now, frankly, I doubt your ability to grow so much as a weed, but peas are more forgiving than I am. Do not fail them. You should not plant your peas earlier than four weeks before your expected last frost date of the spring. You will know this information because you checked your farmer's almanac. And if for some unfathomable reason you do not already own one, you should be ordering one right this instant. Order several. I have one in every room of my evil fortress. I am holding one right now. You can literally just look that stuff up on the internet. Ah, but you cannot throw the internet at a minion when they fail miserably at the simplest task. Riley, when given any choice in this life... Always choose the one that makes the better weapon. Always. I think that's the coolest thing you've ever said to me. It's not cool, it's evil. Which is infinitely better. So now you are aware of when to plant your peas, we come to the how. The answer to that question is, as always, correctly or else. Avoid my wrath by planting them one inch deep in evenly spaced rows. If you plant them willy-nilly, then you're no longer gardening. You have begun... (sighs) ...landscaping. Watch your peas closely once ready for harvest. If left on the vine once they've ripened, they become tough and starchy, so don't procrastinate. If your minions forget to check regularly for ripe peas, tie them to a post, put an unfortunate hat on them, and leave them to act as a scarecrow. Not only does this guard your peas but it ensures your minions will never make that mistake again. Now, the featured plant this episode is the Rubber Plant, a plant that will fill any space with drama, although I have only dim hope that you will keep it alive. Those black leaves are pretty cool-looking, actually. You should not be looking at pictures. You should be looking at the waveform and adjusting my levels, although I will excuse it this once since you have now admitted to liking a plant. I didn't say I liked it. Ah, but you do like it.
1: All right, fine. I like this one plant.
0: Then listen closely. Rubber plants need bright light. Notice that I said bright and not direct. i recommend a sheer curtain to add both ominous billowing to a room and to shield your rubber plant from full sunlight. I like billowing. Rightly so. If you want it to thrive, which you should, water it enough to keep the soil damp in the summer. Wipe the leaves with a damp cloth, or if you happen to already have a spray bottle handy for when Beastmen start scooting on the rug, then you can also use that one to mist the plant. Wait, are you saying you
1: have to clean plants?
0: Unless you want dusty plants. I knew there was a catch. The catch is that you have cleaned plants. If you take proper care of your rubber plant, you should get years of life from it. Not to mention a certain dramatic flair that speaks to your skill as a gardener And your own evil aesthetic. (laughs) And now for today's Leaf-It-To-Me question. Romance is in the air, and I'm expecting a lot of roses and other cut flowers to be coming my way. What's the best way to prolong the life of a bouquet? Is this a trick question? Don't cut them. It is quite literally that simple. Do not cut them from the plant and they will live much longer. It's for Valentine's
1: Day. Who's going to send a whole bush of roses? That's not a romantic gesture, that's like... a project.
0: I would find it very romantic. If I believed in romance. Which I do not. And anyway, isn't that better than handing someone a plant on the verge of decay and saying, Here, watch this slowly wilt over the course of a week. If that's what I wanted to do, I would just follow the advice in Queen Marlene's column. Ha! Take that, your majesty! Although actually, wilting flowers. Hmm. Actually, it's quite sinister indeed. Perhaps I shall send He-Man flowers so he can slowly watch them wither, as his own power over Eternia will wither.
1: Oh yeah, you definitely should. Definitely.
0: I shall. I will send him carnations. They are not only cheap, but they look terrible as they rot by his bedside. He'll hate them. Whoa, bedside? Of course! Can you think of anything more dispiriting than waking up next to a slowly dying plant? Yes. Well, as it turns out, I wasn't actually interested in your answer, so be quiet! Is there anyone else you're going to get
1: flowers for? Because Merman and Trapjaw got evil in a really nice bouquet.
0: Why? Did she do something especially horrible to He-Man? I'll have to bring it up at the next meeting.
1: Uh, no, they're just being nice because it's Valentine's Day and she puts up with all of you, which is a pretty big ask.
0: Skeletor doesn't give gifts for pointless, made-up holidays. Only Arbor Day is celebrated in this fortress. And sometimes Christmas. I most certainly am not getting evil Lynn at a cane collection of blooms. You're not getting me what? How did you get in here? No one is supposed to interrupt recordings. This has been noted at multiple meetings and I put a notice on the fridge.
1: Merman is reporting
0: back. I thought you would want to know. Yes. Yes. That's good. Tell him to wait for me. Oh, and have this... pothos. Thank you? I won't be shown up by my own minions. Skeletor has completed the Valentine's Day ritual. Take that beast man and trap jaw. I see your feeble flowers and raise you an unkillable vining plant that will outlive your pathetic present by years. There, now we never need celebrate it again. <clears throat> what? What now? Is it allergies again? I explicitly forbade those.: No, that's just a cue for this week's sponsor. Oh, of course. Good news, listeners. If you have procrastinated on your Valentine's gift, which I did not do, you are just in time to celebrate Adam and Steve's post-Valentine's big load blowout sale. There's something in italics. Emphasize the blow part of blowout. Odd. <clears throat> blowout sale. Visit adamandsteve.com for hundreds of toys, videos, and lingerie items up to 50% off. That's right. We're taking half off to get you off. None of this makes any sense. Are you sure this was written correctly? Just get through it already. And if you come down to the dungeon section of our website, oh, finally something relatable, you'll find deep, deep discounts on padded restraints. Padded? What is going on here? Do they not understand the only purpose of having a dungeon? Give me that! Deep,
1: deep discounts on padded restraints, studded paddles, feather crops, nipple clamps. What? Latex and fireplay accessories. Remember, for every kink, there's an Adam. And for every Adam, there's a Steve. We can't help you find your Steve, but once you do, we can provide you with the rest. AdamandSteve.com, where passion plays.
0: There, done. Thank you. I feel deeply uncomfortable, and I'm not entirely sure why. I know why. You may refuse to do
1: any self-reflection, but to me, your issues are very obvious.
0: Self-reflection is for other lesser people.
1: Skeletor, darling.
0: Sweetie. I am not sweet. No one said you were a pumpkin. There! You're doing it again! I am not a pumpkin! I will show you a pumpkin! Or at least I will in several months when they are fully in season, so you had better remember that I fully intend to show you up on this sometime between late September through early November. Are you sure you don't want a hint? I could give you a hint if you want. What I want is to know why you are all talking when you should be getting back to work. You, get back to checking my levels. You, have Merman meet me by the bone throne for debriefing. You, trap jaw. It- Don't think I don't see you sneaking in here. You, go get me a latte. Triple foam. And you, listeners, come back in two weeks for more Garden Plots with Skeletor. I command it. I command you all... Garden Plots with
1: Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina and our logo was created by Kit Mulcaren. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairin. Eva Evelyn is played by Marissa Bond. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us us at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at Garden underscore Plots. You can donate to Skeletor's schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash GardenPlotsWithSkeletor. Thank you for listening.